And al-ulama, rahimahumullah, they said, the scholars, they have mentioned that the sins that a person commits in the sacred months are worse than the sins that are committed outside the sacred months. Yani, during the sacred months or in sacred places like Mecca or Medina, the sins that are committed are greater in their quality. You know, there are there's quality and quantity, quality and quantity. Now, when a person commits a sin in the sacred months, in terms of quantity, it's not multiplied. Yani one sin is not multiplied to 10 sins. It's not multiplied to 10 sins. But its quality is great. Meaning, disobeying Allah during the sacred months equals to one sin, one sin, one sin. It's not multiplied in number. But it's severe. It is a big deal. Sinning in the sacred months is not like sinning in other months. We need to understand this. This is what it means that these months are sacred. It is a major crime to commit a sin during the sacred months. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala specifically commands that we should not wrong ourselves during these sacred months. What does that mean? My brothers and sisters in Islam, you see the point here is that we are being trained to rethink what sin and disobedience actually means. During the sacred months, we are being told to rethink what are the dangers of sins and transgression against Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What does it mean to disobey Allah azza wa jal? Like look at Ka'ab ibn Malik radiyallahu anhu when he committed a major sin and he did not go out with battle of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He didn't go out on a battle with the Nabi sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And that's a major sin in Islam. At-takhallufu ala al-ghazu. And Ka'ab ibn Malik radiyallahu anhu Allah describes the terrible effect that the sin had on his soul. Allah said, They faced a major calamity as a result of their sin. You see the danger of the sin? Allah said that the earth became tight upon them and their soul became tight upon them. Their soul weighed heavy upon them. They experienced an internal and an external calamity because of a sin. Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in this ayah where he declared four sacred months, he mentioned one thing that we are supposed to keep away. And this is how we honor these sacred months. There is something major that we need to keep away from. Allah did not say, do not steal during these months. He did not say, do not commit zina in these months. He did not say, do not gamble and cheat and lie in these months. He didn't say this. He used a word that is much more comprehensive and encompasses everything that is haram. Allah Azza wa Jal, He said, فَلَا تَظْلِمُوا فِيهِنَّ أَنفُسَكُمْ Do not wrong yourselves. Do not wrong yourselves. Do not oppress yourselves. Al-ulama, rahimahumullah, they say that this could be understood in two ways. Either this part of the ayah, this command, do not wrong yourselves, could refer to all the 12 months of the year, or it could be referring to the four sacred months. And whatever the case is, it is definitely known that it is forbidden for a person to wrong himself throughout the year. But it becomes especially forbidden 
an extremely, extremely dangerous and emphasized that a believer is not to wrong himself during, especially during the four sacred months, Thul Qa'da, Thul Hijjah, Muharram, and Rajab. Allah Do not wrong yourselves. And what does this mean? It carries a few meanings. The first thing is, it is saying don't wrong yourself. How does a person wrong himself? By committing sins and disobedience, leaving out the obligations or committing the prohibitions that Allah told us to keep away from. If a person leaves out the obligation Salat al-Fajr or Salat al-Dhuhr or he leaves out anything that Allah obligated upon him, then he is wronging himself. And if a person was to commit the sins, al-zina, al-riba, or the evil munkarat and sins that Allah told us to keep away from, such as wearing impermissible clothing and walking out of the house, or smoking, or wearing gold for men, and the, the sins that we know about, and the, the sins of the tongues, the sins of the hands, the sins of the eyes and the ears, all of this, if a person was to commit sins, then he is wronging himself. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, do not wrong yourselves. This is an indication to the fact that when you commit a sin, or you neglect an obligation, you're only harming yourself. You're not harming Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah is not in need of your worship. And he is not harmed by your sin and your wrongdoing. He said, don't wrong yourself because you're the one that is going to suffer the consequence of the sin in this life, in the grave, and in the afterlife. Allah said, do not wrong yourself. Also means do not wrong others. Do not oppress others. And do not harm and insult others. So what's the idea? If Allah said, do not wrong yourself, how do we say that it means do not wrong others and do not oppress others? Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is teaching us. In the same manner, you do not like and you do not love to harm yourself, then do not harm others. So harming yourself or harming others is like harming yourself. When you oppress someone else, you're the one that's going to earn the sin. You're the one that is going to be punished. As a result, you harmed yourself. You wronged yourself. Well, oppression is of many forms. The highest form of zulm is to associate partners with Allah and to worship others besides Allah. A shirk, right? This is the worst form of zulm. And then to wrong others, to oppress others, and then to wrong yourself by doing sins. These are the stages of a zulm. And Allah is teaching us to avoid a zulm, avoid wronging yourself throughout the year, but then especially in the four months, in the Ashhur al-Hurum, the sacred months, we are supposed to keep away from sins and oppression in all its form. Because it has a severe consequence and a severe danger for the one who disobeys Allah during the sacred months. Such a person did not honor what Allah made sacred.